part of our ministry. It's not just saving kids, but it's also making sure they're fully aware that pets aware. don't go to heaven. We can't emphasize this enough. That they hang out with every single day because they don't have any friends. That one dog that they tell all their feelings to when it dies straight to hell. And it's not like a weird holding pattern. Like they just go in the <laughs> ground and stop living. Like definitely hell. There's a, It's only it's, one or the other. Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. Where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text. That good book itself, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians. We are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. Welcome to the Unblessed Podcast. My name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And we are two ex-godly women. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Scott. How, how godly were you as a godly woman? Oh. <laughs> I was not. A, I told Evan just to fire from the hip on this one. And boy, <laughs> you didn't disappoint. Oh, that was great. Uh, when was I, sorry, I kind of just blacked out for a second after you said that. Uh, when was I a godly woman, right? Yeah. Or what, how godly were you when you were a godly woman? I'm an ungodly woman now. So, um, oh, you're a Jezebel. Yeah. According to the Buzzfeed. A Bathsheba. Yeah. (laughs) Who's the bathtub and Bathsheba. That's right. Who's the woman that Xerxes is like, let me fuck you. And she's like, no. And he's like, well, kill her. So it's with a V. Um, gosh, I don't remember. My hit me hard with the Bible trivia. Um yeah. I don't I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm gonna just say My brain said my brain's like Vishnu, but that's like a god that's, that's like a god in India. Yeah. Or Varus, which is the eunuch in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't think either of those are right. <laughs> no, 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 that's right. Well, the reason I bring up uh, Scott being a godly woman is yeah. we found we were looking for just some fun holiday lists for everybody. That's right. And we found quite a very uh, resourceful website. Yeah. Um, equipping godly women, practical biblical advice for busy Christian moms. Um, now, let me say this out first. Love moms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of my best friends are moms. Yeah. Um, Not, no problems yeah, with yeah. moms here on this podcast. No problems with moms. I got friends with moms, friends who are moms, you know. Um, I can say it. My best friend is a mom. Um, Me? But. Oh. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but we're going to dive into uh, yeah. some of this. And I want to talk about like our bio. Or we're going to dive into the list a little bit because we found eight fun Christian elf on the shelf alternatives. Uh, first and of all, we're, it, I can't believe we're already in the Christmas season. It's it's too much for me, but we're going to power through. Yeah. And I, this is we're going to do it. This is the way, just it, this is the spoonful of sugar for me with the holiday season is stupid. Sorry, not stupid. Um, idiotic Christian blog posts. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's coming. <laughs> So we write, looking for fun Christian elf on the shelf alternatives? While it's entirely possible to use your elf to point your children toward Jesus, there are a number of reasons why you might decide that elf on the shelf isn't right for your family. What? The good news is you have lots of options. Yeah, lots. All the way up to eight. So option, yeah, option number one. Is the shepherd on the search, and this toy's eyes are so dead. 
so lifeless. Oh my God, they're so lifeless. And his face just looks like, he looks like he just got wedgied. Yeah, he looks like a victim of bullying, cyberbullying. Yeah, like what yeah. we're doing right now. Um, arguably the most popular elf on the shelf alternative, the Shepherd on the Search is a great option for any family who wants to keep Christmas a little more Christ-focused this year. Begin by reading your children the Shepherd story in the beautifully illustrated children's book, included. In each day of Advent, hide the Shepherd in a new location as he makes his way to the Christmas manger. Before we keep going, just with these, this whole idea that Elf on the Shelf is just too far gone from God's plan for humanity. That, like, I'm just so curious about this brand, this this type of thinking within Christians where, like, they look at fun Christmas things and decide, that's not for me and my family. We need something that is incredibly boring and lack of any imagination or like, what is, what's the deal? Like, I I don't know. I I don't get it. Don't understand. I grew up in a very conservative Christian household. Never had a problem with these things. We had Santa, we had elves. I'm, I'm missing something anyway. What's fun is I think there are like, if they want to get real metal with it, they could do like Abraham and his like friends looking for Lot with like swords. Or they could be like spies in Jericho. Like Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? The ne- the next one is the shepherd's treasure. It's the same thing, except it has a baby Jesus with him. And on Christmas Day, you reveal that the treasure that this shepherd is walking around with, I guess is baby Jesus, which is fun for, I think, a year. Yeah. Imagine every year what the final prize is. Let me guess. Uh, baby Jesus again. Oh, boy. Thanks, Mom. Ne- Next is the giving major, and here's where we start to roll off the rails from um, eight fun Christian Elf on the Shelf alternatives. Yeah. This is just a decoration. Yeah, it, quite like literally, for- you're just making <laughs> a, a manger. Yeah. And that's it. That, that, that You're for, not hiding it or anything. For each act of kindness or service performed by family members, a piece of straw is placed in the manger. Now, here's the thing. I know for a fact that if I was a piece of shit, <laughs> my mom would take the straw out of the manger. <laughs> and then we would need to have two separate piles of straw to see who is doing better. <laughs> Well, what happens if you if no straw makes it to the manger? Does little what? baby Jesus freeze to death and you interrupt <laughs> the entire timeline of salvation from that point forward? Yep. Nobody gets saved. <laughs> you didn't do the dishes, so no one gets saved now. The next one is the little lamb from Bethlehem. Um, I hate this. I it's hate just this a little, thing. It's just a little lamb. It's just a little lamb. Each day throughout the month of, your, of December, your children can cuddle the plush stuffed lamb as you read the accompanying book. What's the difference between a lamb that can talk and walk around on two legs and a, an elf? They're both magic. Yeah. We should be despising magical animals that can walk around and speak English and talk, right? And honestly, if that elf wanted to have sex, that's okay. <laughs> if the lamb did, it's bestiality. I'm sorry. So Elf is within the... I I don't even know if I want to unpack this thought that you had. Um, And then this one just kind of diverges. Yeah, we've lost the whole... I don't want to... It's, It's no longer Elf on the Shelf Christian alternatives. It's... A gift bag of <laughs> two alternatives and some gifts is what this should and have been gifts. called. It's it's um some nice pendants. It's or Christmas tree ornaments. It's um it's Christian Scrabble. 
it's, it is Christian Scrabble. It in Advent blocks. These are just the the fun of Elf on the Shelf is that you hunt and find him, and he's in weird situations, and you have a little fun with it. It's just a little bit of fun around Christmas. And this is the exact same thing that Christians do with Halloween, which, Evan, can you pull up the other blog that she wrote about Halloween costumes? I want to just throw this Absolutely. in there as well. Uh, before, I, before I do that, I want to take a moment and pause and say that like a coworker of mine um, hated doing Elf on the Shelf for his children. Oh. And my wife, Katie, looked at him and was like, why don't you just like put a little scotch tape around his leg? And say he broke his leg and he can't move. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and our coworker did that, and he was just like, "That's the best idea ever." See, now that is a helpful blog for that's equipping godly women with oh, actual sure. practical advice. There, Evan, not yeah. buy more Christian memorabilia from my store. So DIY Christian Halloween costumes. All right, before you get into that, I just. To another emphasis of this is all in the same vein of Christians who want to take normal, fun holiday traditions and put some kind of Christian spin on it to where it's acceptable to the most hardcore Christian, like fundamentalist groups. I have no idea. Like, again, this is something I've never did. So, Evan, you know how weird of an upbringing I had. And even mm-hmm. I didn't stray this far from. No. So this is so juicy to me. So what what are alternatives to these dastardly Halloween costumes? Number one on the list, Fruits of the Spirit t-shirts. God. Start by typing out and printing each of the Fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Next, each person can choose a fruit they want to represent, like strawberries, grapes, bananas, kiwis, watermelons. You can either use a Sharpie and draw seeds or use scissors and cut out the pattern of the seeds. So basically what you're doing is you are creating a costume of a fruit and then labeling yourself as love, joy, or peace. (laughs) I am so sorry, but I would absolutely, I would make fun of a kid if they dressed up like this. Yep. Oh, the next one's worse. Simply, I don't know if you have the link to it. I do. Simply be because of the kid in the photo. Ay, ay, ay. Joseph's coat of many colors. What is this? this? Christ- the, the quality is trash. <laughs> it, we're so saying we're, this is just alternatives, not for Halloween costumes for poor people. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> this Christian Halloween idea... Um, it's a great opportunity for your older kids to get involved and create Stop. their own. Stop. No. To make this costume, use a roll of brown packing paper or teacher's bulletin board paper, something durable. Next, measure the height of the person who will be wearing it. Then, to make the hole at the top of the head, fold the paper in half and cut a semicircle. Now, draw the stripes of the tunic. And it gets specific. Measure two to three inches for each color strip. When you're ready... Have the child put the coat on over their head and safely safely pin the sides of the poncho together, creating a tunic. Sorry, honey, you can't be cannot... Iron Man. You have to just wear this brown paper bag and draw on it yourself. <laughs> Essentially, and I can't express enough oh. how much the kid in this photo hates this costume. Yeah, this this blow. You you can tell yep. he does not like this. Uh, number three is Mary and Baby Jesus. That's a classic, like a Christian, classic. like take back Halloween costume. <clears throat> Amazing. Um, what is the no so Bible patriarch costume? I'm sorry, I missed that one. Be any of the patriarchs. Just be a. You could be Moses, Abraham, Isaac, or them. Jacob. Be any of them. Any single one. Who are you? Pick your. Who, who are you today? Ah, oh, pick your pick. Um. And then those fruits of the spirit shows up again. I'm sorry. So this list of 20 plus two, one is fruits of the spirit t-shirt and one is just fruits of the spirit costume. Got it. Um, Shepherd shows up, which is literally the same as patriarch above it. The exact same costume. 
Uh, three wise men. Again, exact same one. costume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Burning bush costume. Now, now this we're is talking. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> who says kids are the only one who can have a little fun on Halloween? Not me. Ugh. I love this witty and unique Christian Halloween idea from Frugal Coupon Living that can be created <laughs> with a household wreath. <laughs> Just grab some paper and draw flames. Just grab some paper and light yourself on fire. <laughs> I don't like this Just take anymore. something from mommy's special stash. She's got it in the glove compartment. She has it right there just in case you're being a real bitch today, Sheila. I, I can't do this anymore. This, I'm going into the whole list. It's all the same. It's the same costume. It's just biblical looking dude all the way down. <laughs> That's all it is. I can't. I can't do this anymore. Speaking of all of this, Evan, this whole site brought up a bigger topic that we're going to be talking about today. What, what's our what's our main topic for today? Um, Christian appropriation of everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The war on Christmas has begun. The war on uh, Christianity's war on. Things that you think of, things that you create. Yeah. Do we have, have we clocked where this started in your brain? What was like, what was the first thing you remember being a Christian alternative to, to a popular item, whether it was a movie or a icon we or whatever? Are we, talking like a, are we talking like in my life or like in history? Well, I'd love to know if you know the first one, but I meant in your life. Because I think technically Christmas is the first one. <laughs> That's a very good answer. Because yes, <laughs> Christmas is. <laughs> I think Christmas is the first Christian appropriation of something everybody else was having a good time with. That's right. Yeah. People had a fantastic, uh, right? It's like the pagan, like harvest yeah. kind of. Saturnalia. Um, yeah. And then the Christians were like, okay, well, you can still celebrate Saturnalia, but it's called Christmas now, and it's about Jesus. And everybody was like, do we still? Because Christmas used to be a very drunken holiday. Oh. Um, it used to be a holiday. It was a very, so much so that like pilgrim or Puritans abolished Christmas when they came to the United States. They're like too many drunkies walking around. Yeah, because it was just a, it was a, a holiday to get out and get drunk and you know, debauchery and everything. But like, yeah, the pagans were just like, okay, do we still get to drink and walk around naked? Great. <laughs> That's a very good answer. Yes. Yeah. Christians have been in the business of taking already running ideas, you know, that are without a hitch popular in the mainstream and then trying to make it their own version. Yeah, well, they learned it from the Romans who did it to the Greeks. Haven't we all? But Isn't, aren't aren't oh, humans no. just... There's nothing new under the sun, is that's there? That's right. Hey, yeah. It's from the Bible. Um, I think for my... Yeah, it is in the Bible. I think for myself... <laughs> if I saw it from somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, the first thing that I really ever got involved in was just like Christian music. And I'm not talking about like worship music. I'm yeah. talking about... Christian rock, Christian rap. I was going to say, because there is a difference between worship music and then Christian music. Because mm -hmm. one is totally fine to have on Sunday, and the other one is a different... It's music. a slow fade when you give yourself away. One of my first examples I remember is Bible Man being a complete appropriation uh, of batman right <laughs> yeah i was already a huge fan of batman this is exactly how i got saved as a kid was i loved batman so much i loved i watched the animated series as a kid i had the action figures i had pajamas and then bible man got in introduced to me and i was like this is like batman but he wants me to be a christian and get saved and get involved with my local church community so I went and solved Bible Man at the like convention Bible center Man. downtown Indianapolis. Like, <laughs> he 
cracks open some thug's skull. <laughs> he like breaks someone's kneecap. He points to you and goes, "Be sure to come to the potluck this Sunday." Zooms <laughs> <laughs> away. He's just like Batman in that regard. Like, yeah, where he won't kill like people, a, but he will brutally maim them. Like a mugger on the ground. He's just like drooling his last thoughts. <laughs> Make oh sure to tie 10%. <laughs> God, that's amazing. That's where I got oh, saved, Bible. Evan. Yeah. So I, I was saved at Bible Man. I, uh, I think I've told the story before, but I was eight, and at the end of, you know, it's like a whole, it's it's a live show, so he's, you know, running around on stage, and he's beaten up, instead of the Joker they had, I think he's called the Fibber, and he tells lies, <laughs> if I recall. Uh, Got a nice little Cesar Romero laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, at the end, they do the classic, you know, Baptist, like, call to you know prayer and faith and he's like if you want to go to heaven just like bible man then raise your hand and sure enough i'm like me bible man's dead (laughs) (laughs) no kids but he will die (laughs) you will die just Just like like all of you you and your parents and grandparents (laughs) parents and everyone you love Except your dog, because dogs don't go to heaven. Dogs go to hell. We gotta clear that one up. That's part of our right mission now, here. That's something we gotta talk about right now before <laughs> we get we don't wanna We don't want we don't you entering middle school you. being a stupid baby who thinks dogs go to heaven. Part of our ministry, it's not just saving kids, but it's also making sure they're fully aware. That pets don't go to heaven. We can't emphasize this enough. That they hang out with every single day because they don't have any friends. That one dog that they tell all their feelings to when it dies straight to hell. And it's not like a weird holding pattern. Like they just go in the ground and stop living. Like definitely hell. There's It's only it's, one or the other. It's right there. Right next to... Right next to the lustful person getting fucked in the ass all oh eternity. Sorry, excuse my language, but I'm very passionate about this topic. <laughs> you could know. Because I, I too had a son that believed in dogs going to heaven. And now it just gets he's a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> the dog just gets run over for eternity. There's no way you can save him either, so just don't waste no, your time. No. You can't he pray did. for him like those Catholics do or those Episcopalians. They have like the blessings of the animals or whatever they do. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. When he dies, <laughs> he sees you leave for work, and then you never return. <laughs> if if it worked, and if I, I'm saying this, if... We would need a dog Jesus to come to the earth <laughs> and Jesus. die for all the dog's sins. Sins are only on a species level. So we only They're have on a human sin. level. The Roman dogs would have to crucify <laughs> the, the dog Jesus. Same for cats. We need a cat Jesus <laughs> and nail it to a little cat cross. It's all the same. Now, birds is like one big umbrella. We don't need to have every bird Christ. <laughs> you don't need to. Just a big bird. You just need one bird. Like chicken, fine. Parakeet, sure. <laughs> but that's it. Hamsters, oh we just, God. gerbils can count. <laughs> Ferrets could die if, if it like another, if a smaller dog is sacrificed. <laughs> This is like an hour in the invitation. (laughs) You're still praying the whole time. Your eyes are closed. These kids kids are everybody who has wanted to like. You're just raising your hand the whole time. (laughs) You're like, should I still be raising my hand? Ah, My shoulder hurts. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Our ministry Yes, we do want to evangelize to children, <laughs> but also, dogs do not go to heaven. Okay? Dogs 
We've got to be real serious. We're going to just tell you like it is, all right? I'm Bible man. I'm Bible man. (laughs) Dogs go to hell. (laughs) One of his villains is a dog trying to get into heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying it's like a normal dog? Or is it like a dog? It's just like there you are, Sparky. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody stop it! It's climbing the ladder to heaven. Somebody stop that evil dog! (laughs) Blam! (laughs) Blam! (laughs) Thank God that dog didn't enter heaven. (laughs) That would have ruined everything we believe in. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. oh wow. Yeah, Bible man. Oh, we have got <laughs> oh, we've got to see what he's up to these days. Oh man. Bible man, if you're listening <laughs> Keeping dogs out of heaven. If you're listening, Bible man, it worked. I'm still a Christian after all these years. Well done. You and Coates did it. That was his sidekick, by the way. His name was Coates instead of Robbins. <laughs> And he wore uh, coats. Like a, no, now, surprisingly, no <laughs> coat. Remember, if I recall, he had camo <laughs> jumper pants and combat boots, and like a beret. Uh, but everything else is to bring this all the way back. Uh, everything else for Bible Man is appropriated from Batman. Like he's got a like a Bible mobile. It's not like the Pope Mobile. So tired. (laughs) He's got a cave. He's got a Bible cave that he goes down into. Uh, But his whole shtick is that he wears the armor of the armor of God. So he's got the helmet of of salvation. Blah 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 blah. But anyway, so that's my first run in with something being violently appropriated by Christianity. Oh man. Um, But yeah, let's let's talk through some other. Things that obviously we've talked about Halloween and some Christmas. Um, another thing I want to bring up is uh, I think Chick fil A kind of does this in a way. I think they've appropriated, maybe not appropriated food, but they market I think, themselves as a Christian yeah. food company. I will say, I think there's a little bit of a difference between what Chick fil A does and what Bible Man does, in that <laughs> I think Chick fil A takes advantage of who their audience is. Yeah. Like it, it got, they got found out that they were a Christian company and then they found out that that was going to make them a lot of money and they leaned into it. I think that's a lot of what these companies are though, is once they realize, yeah. Oh, Christians are going to buy this stuff. Then they kind of lean into it. Yeah. It's kind of like when Hardee's was doing like supermodels for their like hamburger commercials. They're like, well, we know who like, Comes and gets Hardee's. <laughs> Supermodels. Man. We've got to represent our clientele. Wait, wait, men who think a supermodel is going to be in a Hardee's are the kind of people who show up at a Hardee's. Yeah, last time I, <laughs> I think I saw someone die in a Hardee's. The last time I was in a Hardee's. <laughs> Fuck. God. No, yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all about money. I, 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 I used to wear a lot of the like. I used to wear a lot of the uh, Christian uh, T-shirts. Oh Lord! Like I had. Yes. A, Tell me about them. What one you have? Call of Duty: Spiritual Warfare. Stop it, Evan. I had Jesus died for my space in heaven. I'm trying to think of some other ones that I had. Those were the two big. ones. I had one I that had. was in the font of like it looked like the selection mm-hmm. from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and it said just right across the front. Jesus, that is my final answer. I wore that every day in fifth grade. Murder me. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was another one that I had that was just like, I also got really into just like t-shirts of Bible verses. Oh, like this is, how, when you bought those, did you, were you like me and Waste thought, my parents' money? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, where you thought <laughs> this might, get someone saved if i wear this or was this like this looks cool i i i think i legitimately i think 
the corny ones, I was like, this could lead someone to Christ. Somebody might be like, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Oh, spiritual warfare. Wait, what's, what's that? that about? But like the Bible verses were a little bit more like, oh, I like Isaiah 40, 31. I'm going to get a t-shirt of it. Mm. Yeah, I think I was the same way. There was like the quirky mm. ones. I thought this would be a great conversation starter to get some conversation starter to Christ. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, sure. It says, you know, maybe it's the Reese Cup theme, you know, it's, or Reese Cup font, but it says Jesus, King it's of a, Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says uh, Godweiser instead of Budweiser, but <laughs> yeah, instead of Golden Girls, it just says God Girls, yeah. God and Girls, God, God Girls, it, yeah. Got Milk, Got Jesus. Is- and instead of OnlyFans, it says only one true God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it, instead of Red Bull, it just says uh, God in a can. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of, in, instead of Pornhub, it says Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it just says Jesus. <laughs> we're not very good at this, but we, 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 you get what we're I'll saying. I'll be honest. I'll be honest, we peaked a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus died for MySpace in heaven was really good. And we've been trying to recreate that high ever since. Yeah. We've been failing and my family. It only worked with me. the early two thousands marketing. <laughs> Everything else is too it's just too modern now. But too modern. There's also I I can't remember the quote. Um I should have researched before we started, but it's always stuck with me where they they said uh, anything that has Christian in front of it is just a marketing term. So if you ever yeah. see like Christian book, Christian concert, Christian movie, Christian dinnerware, Christian Cri- clothing, Christian bail, Christian, Christian <laughs> bail. <laughs> oh no, <Instead> Batman. Of, <laughs> of, oh no, Batman. <laughs> Roy. Roy. Um, but I do agree with that. Cause I, I think anytime something is being presented or truly marketed as Christian, uh, they're just trying to get Christians' money. Is all they're doing? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's just—it's not it any outreach. It's just saying, "Oh, this is you know." Like I think we talked about it in a previous episode. Uh, There's like Christian workout clothing wear, where yeah. you know there there was like a little tiny cross embroidery or whatever, like on the back of the label or something like that. But the thought is like. These do the it exact same thing that other workout clothes do. It does the exact same thing. And it's just what you're doing is you're just buying it from that person. Yeah. That's the only freaking difference. There's no, there's nothing else. Um, like Christian dating apps. You can find a Christian on a regular dating app. Impossible. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like. There's just so much. There's yeah. so much out there that is just like as soon as something gets out there, Christians have the like audacity to be like, "All right, well, I'm going to Christianize it." Um, Think about all the Christian businesses out there. I mean, that's what also kind of grinds my gears. Like, I'll be on the road and I'll see a truck that's like, like I don't know. Like, I remember by, by my old house there was Good Shepherd fencing, and it was like Christian fencing company, and I was like. What on earth? Why would you? I get that you're trying to hire, a, I guess, a Christian for the work, but what? Who cares? Like, just get it built. Who cares? Like, I don't care if it's a Christian or anybody. You, but you don't see like an atheist fencing company ever, or you know, it's only Christians that do this. Yeah, and because they know it makes them money, if that they market it enough and pull on people's heartstrings enough. Oh well, they must be really good people. They must really deserve our our business and our yeah. money. Yeah, so we will pay them extra and let them screw us over. Yeah, like you're gonna pay probably more, and you're gonna be in the exact same boat, if not worse, a lot of the cases. But my all time favorite thing that Christians have appropriated or, or have really pushed their way into this uh, is Christian movies, and mm-hmm. they are the best I, I i want christians just to keep making movies don't ever stop all you christians out there don't please, ever yeah please keep making movies. follow your dreams become a filmmaker make a christian movie that scott and i can get high to and watch. <laughs> yeah. 
just make sure you are making Christian movies. Follow your dreams yep. and don't say, you know what? I'm ready for the big leagues. Just stay a Christian director. This is, it, it is, it's at Zenith with this movie called Old Fashioned for oh, me. Lord. Which is just the, it's the Christian response to Fifty Shades of Grey. Because we were all waiting for that response. <clears throat> because we needed it. We needed we did. a Christian to be like, hey, Fifty Shades of Grey is not Christian. <laughs> I know the main character's name oh. might be Christian Grey, but don't get it twisted. It's not a Christian book. I think people legit go into movies a hundred percent blind at times. And they have like, I just saw this like video online of some woman. She was like being a Karen about <clears throat> seeing a R rated movie. Um, and she was like yelling at one of the managers in the, in the movie theater, about like I brought my kids to this and this was supposed to be like a kid movie. And the manager's like, what universe would you bring your kid? It's like, it says R right there. He's, I forget yeah. what movie it was. It's probably from a few years ago, but she got so problem. mad. Yeah. About like, <clears throat> why I just went on title alone. I just went just based on the title. So I thought it was going to be an okay movie. It's like, no, don't bring your kid to sausage party. <laughs> like, oh, God. But I guess people do that. People just like go yeah. in and we'll see any movie they want and be surprised by the outcome especially Christians. I know. Like it's, it's, it's like when the, uh, when Starbucks came out with their holiday cup. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And I, I think somebody reacted kind of ironically to it. Yeah. And then Christians like took the bait, which I don't know why you would ever get mad at Starbucks for not doing something Christian. Yeah, that they've they've never, never said that they were. They've always been kind of on the forefront of like progressivism when it comes to kind of like stuff that they're trying out. Like they're a socially progressive company. They always yeah. have been. Why are you get why are you getting a mad for a duck quacking? <laughs> or having a why solid red a duck for quacking. Like it is yeah. it just it doesn't make any sense to me. And it never like I, it would be like, it would be like getting mad at Chick Fil A for putting Bible verses in their Chick Fil A's. Oh, they do that. I don't know. <laughs> if they started doing it, I'd be like, "Well, yeah, it's fucking Chick Fil A. What do we all expect?" I honestly, what do you- I avoid Chick Fil A because I, I think the staff they kind of creep me out and they make me feel uncomfortable. No, they're a little bit, they're a little bit terrifying. So I don't go. Um, but yeah. I, I had Chick-fil-A tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's so funny. But yeah, I, I don't care. understand why Christians get mad at non-Christian companies for just doing what they're doing. Like the Starbucks yeah, example of... Starbucks is the prime fucking example of just Christian fragility whenever somebody does something that is against God or is you know, this, that, or the other. And it's just like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. My, my hot take, my soapbox here is I, I've never had a problem ever. When I was taking things to the max with my faith, Mm -hmm. never was I like looking to companies or any bigger institution as a part of like my school or whatever, even my local government. I always knew like, there's a separation of church and state. There's a separation of what I believe yeah. and what other people believe. And it's my, now I was like kind of wild about like, it's my duty to evangelize other people. But I always took that as yeah. a personal responsibility. So I think in today's world, like when you see these people like, oh, there's a war on Christmas or like, how dare, like they're just shoving Christmas and now it's only happy holidays of Merry Christmas everywhere I go. I think these people don't really know what they believe with their Christian beliefs. And they get some idea fed to them that there is an attack on whatever they know. And so for some reason they like revolt, but I just don't get it. Like if it's your belief, then it's yours and no one's going to take that from you. And if you truly 
believe it, then what's stopping you? Like what's, what's a red cup at Starbucks going to do? Like, is that really going to knock your faith away? Or I, if Jesus is truly going to win the battle on the battlefield of Armageddon and establish a new world order (laughs) at the end of all of this, yeah. Why the fuck do you care about a Starbucks cup? I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I really have tried to understand that. And I wonder if that's part of my journey is that I didn't want to get bothered by, um, like, I want to be sure of my faith 100% at all times. Like, I, I want to make sure that anything I, you know, confronted in real life, I had an answer for. And so that like led me to really dive into the questions I had on like faith and the Bible. And I think because I did that, you know, you go full circle. I think you probably did that too, where it's like you get so deep into it because you want to make sure you're sure of it that suddenly you're like, oh, I've uncovered a lot more than <laughs> I was expecting with this. I I did not ever walk into this room and now I'm in it. Yeah. And I think the people that get most upset, and I'm going to generalize, but I think it is the people that get most upset are the ones that don't read their Bibles that much. And they're just yeah. kind of floating by. They don't really even know why they go to church, why they even do some of the traditions they do, but they yeah, just, just like church. their traditions. You have to go to church. Yeah. yeah. They just like their traditions. And so when those change, they, they don't know what to do and they just get angry. But if you have a reason. And they're like, their pastor gets up there who is, you know, knowledgeable in the Bible in some aspect, but it says like, you Sometimes. know, well, Starbucks is talking about the gays and that's offensive to us. Ugh, yeah. And now they're like, well, yeah, I guess Starbucks is offensive to us. Yep. And they're, they're, they're actively against you. And that's the other thing. Yeah. It's, it's always an us versus them in group, out group kind of, and that's, what's comforting about going to church and being just like Jesus always wanted. Exactly. And making sure those dogs stay out of heaven too. <laughs> Jesus is walking around Jerusalem. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I god. I heard that Fido. Thin ice, Fido. Thin mm. ice. Thin ice. <laughs> oh, uh, well, do you have any final thoughts on Christian appropriation, Christian businesses? It's no, I don't weird. think we ever really touched on music um, this entire oh, yeah. time. But um, there's some like Christian books. Like there are some like books that get like, because you got C.S. Lewis who like wrote his own thing and created his own narrative and everything like that. But then you have other books out there that are just like, oh, this is just the Christian version of Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Rings was Christian anyway. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. I I don't read books, so I don't know of any other books besides the Bible out there. So uh, there's there are two: the Bible Harry and Potter everything. And Lord else. of the Rings, <laughs> <laughs> the Bible and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and those are the yeah. only books out there. And Harry Potter used to not be Christian, but now it is. That's I know we've talked about in the past too, but I've never did the Harry Potter like, uh, like boycott. But then you can keep things like, I don't know, Cinderella. You know, I think it's funny that like I think it's funny that like these uh, moms that and these I don't want to generalize and just say moms, but these like groups that were like Harry Potter is of the devil. Harry Potter is of the devil. Hmm. It's witchcraft. I hate it. Then J.K. Rowling came out and did some anti-trans stuff, and now they're like. Well, actually, the book's pretty entertaining. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? There's some sense here. Show your hand more. Yeah. Like, God. I I don't. These start somewhere. I would love to know the origin of some of these, like, I want to say rumors, but like these cultural attitudes. Like, somebody got upset with Harry Potter initially at a church. Yeah. And then it just spread like wildfire to where... You know, it was kind of similar to uh, Pokemon had a little thing like this too, where somebody in a church had a little was like, "Oh, we just realized that this is supposed to say pocket monsters, and and they're from Japan, and they're 
like magic or something. And that was evolution. Making them battle each other. That was the problem. Was it was the word evolution? I remember that now. It was like, yeah. Well, these evolve, and as Christians, we don't believe in evolution, which I thought was the biggest stretch in the world. Even as like a seven year old, I was like, like, also like. As a person, I don't believe in Pokemon. Yeah, it's like how dumb do you think I am? Like, of course, Pikachu's not real. <laughs> yeah, of course, Pikachu's not real. I don't understand. Like, and I think my parents. So sometimes we would get these small, like, inklings of these attitudes at our church. And I do remember sometimes my parents. I think they would do their due diligence and like ask me about things because I remember them having a conversation about like Pokemon. They were like. So I know you have Pokemon cards, but, you know, it talks about evolution, but you know that, you know, evolution's not part of the Bible, that God made man and woman made the Jesus. earth. And it was like, thank you. I know. I know Jigglypuff thank isn't God. real. <laughs> I know. I know Jigglypuff isn't going to turn into a human <laughs> fucking being. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I don't understand. I, I want to know who started. I know Magikarp's not going to crawl onto land, become a reptile, become a mammal, and then become a human being. That's my bastardized. I know that Jesus didn't process, die for Mister Mime's sins. I know <laughs> that Mister Mime was also going to hell with, with all dogs. With all dogs, because you would need a Mister Mime Jesus. That's right. Any <laughs> anybody that goes to heaven, there has to be. Of Jesus of their form that died for yep. them. Now, could you have one Jesus for all Pokemon, or it would it does it need to be Charmander Jesus? Does it need to be Squirtle Jesus? Well, I think in this universe, because this is all hypothetical, but if dog Jesus and human Jesus, I think there has to be a Charmander and then also a Jigglypuff Jesus. Okay. But I would assume that like if they come from the same one. Like Charmander Jesus could satisfy Charmeleon and Charizard. Yes, that'd be fine. Yeah, I think I thought yep, so. I think yep. You you got it. See, you're already on yeah. board. You yeah. you know how but it works. That's now. why that's why Charmander goes straight to fucking hell. <laughs> that's why Jigglypuff is burning. Yep. Like because there's only one Jesus, just one. That's it. No others. So only humans. No. One last thing. One last thing on Christian appropriation. Please, Final yeah. Thought. There's an X. There's an episode of X Men Evolution. Oh boy! Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but I love X Men. It's Nightcrawler, and at the end of it, I like Wolverine's all like, "Oh, you're just a religious kook." Yeah, you're just a I'm Logan. I'm the tough guy. <laughs> I got a hairy I'm chest. The hot one. Yeah, I got a hairy chest, and. My hair are ears. Nobody figures it out. They're kind of, <laughs> they're kind of like hair ears. I really no, do them up, in, but they also land like in, that on their own. Yeah, I do wear a lot of, I, I do wear a lot of uh, pomade in my hair. Um, but then Nightcrawler goes, he basically hands him a, the Bible and is like, just for good times. That's is it says something. To that effect, they were just like, you know, you should really be open-minded. <laughs> the last scene, I shit you not, is Wolverine praying for forgiveness for his sins. Oh, my God. Hmm. So does Wolverine go to heaven? He's really, I mean, he's a mutant. Yeah. But it, this begs the questions, are mutants people? Well, from the whole series, the there's a half of the camp says no, and half of the camp says yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the whole series starts. That's <laughs> where it's all about. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. Man. I don't know. I just, but we got to see if there's a Christian X-Men version out there. That's probably the next thing we got to find. Yeah. yeah. Um, Christ men. <laughs> Have you seen? I know we're this episode is just all we're just all over the board. I don't care, but it was so bad. The other ones, have you seen like those churches that have done like nativity plays, but with like Iron Man or like Simba or other like Disney owned things? Yep. I saw that one. I think we we might even watch it together. I I don't even know what we've done in this podcast now because we're 50 episodes in, by the way. Yeah. 
or it might be 51 or 52 and this comes out. Uh, but beep, 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 um, yeah, one of them, I just remember there's a church that during it, like an Easter play, they crucify Iron Man in front of everybody. <sighs> Who signs off on that? Who's going? You know what we need this year? I, you know, we always got the old timey garb and the, the, you know, the turb, like the, the, whatever you call them, like the, like headdresses and like all the big flowy garments. We need Iron Man and Captain America, and Iron Man's going to be crucified on the cross, a big steel beam. By Loki. <laughs> like, what are they doing? I don't understand. Just it's so bananas. I remember seeing, like, the one that's, like, Toy Story, and, like... <sighs> there's a Toy Story one? There's a Toy Story one as well. Who gets crucified in the Toy Story one? Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably he did come down from the heavens. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. Forgive them, Father. They don't know what they've done. Clink, clink, clink. (laughs) Clink, clink. Crucifixion is such a gruesome thing to just be constantly showing children over and over and over again in theatrical versions. Like, by the way, the person you should love the most in the entire world, this happened to them. (laughs) And no, it's not your dog. <laughs> it's not your dog. Oh, I can't. Oh, thank you, everybody, for listening so much. We really appreciate it. Um, you can find us on uh, online at unblessedpodcast.com. You can find our social media there. Um, send us a message to let us know what you think. Um, but uh, without further ado, my name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And all dogs go to hell. 